0: welcome to this episode of peace of mind it's raven here and i have my co-host tj with me it's me all right so we're gonna go ahead and jump into it the first thing we're gonna talk about is last tuesday i hope all of you guys went out and voted um this is this is basically who's going to be in the white house if we kick donald trump out if we kick donald trump out i'm hoping that we do but um for the Democrats, um, Joseph Biden is in the lead right now. And a lot of people uh, know him for being Barack Obama's right-hand wingman. man. <laughs> yeah, the best wingman in the world. Um, he has a great smile. That's another thing I like about, maybe the only thing I like about him. He has a great smile. Um, and the person that won for the Republicans was Donald Trump, of course. Now we're going to go over all of the states And who won in what state. So in Texas, um, Biden won, of course, with 34%. And Bernie Sanders with 30%. So he was really close. And I'm not ashamed to say who I voted for. I actually voted for Bernie Sanders. So I'm kind of upset that he didn't win. But he did win in some other states. Um, He actually won in Colorado. Congrats to Bernie Sanders because this is his second year running and actually winning a few states. So that's a good thing. He won in Colorado. He won in Utah. Um, he won in California, of course, because California knows up. Um, he also won in Vermont, and then Biden won everywhere else. So Biden won in Texas, like I said before, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Arkansas, Tennessee, um, Alabama. Surprisingly, well, I'm not surprised he won in Alabama. Um, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, Maine, and Massachusetts. So, um, that's who won. Biden's in a lead. He might be the only candidate that's probably going to run against Donald Trump. Now, if we go ahead and go to the Republicans, let's see. I want to be fair and pull up the republicans i might come back to it because i really don't care that much about the republicans (laughs) but yeah joe biden won and um we'll see so other states get ready you guys actually start voting tomorrow um so i hope you all all of you guys go out so louisiana you're going to be voting tomorrow mississippi you're going to be voting tomorrow florida south carolina um georgia ohio indiana all of you guys are going to be voting tomorrow so go ahead vote for biden not biden i'm sorry vote for Bernie please please let him get in office so um I don't want to put your business out there TJ not saying if you vote or if you voted or if you didn't vote but who do you think the best candidate is to run against Donald Trump
1: if I'm being completely honest at this point it doesn't even really matter um and the reason I say that is because they're Like, if I'm being completely honest, my biggest disappointment is that Bernie Sanders keeps running as a Democratic, like, candidate. Mm-hmm. And I am so done with America's whole, like, fascination with teams and the two-party system. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a registered Republican up until, up until the moment that Donald Trump became the forerunner for the Republican Party. And then I, then I was like, "Oh, I can't, <laughs> I can't do this no more." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't. I'm disgusted. I'm mm-hmm. absolutely disgusted. People think that you have to vote Republican or Democrat when there are other candidates out there who could yeah. be doing a job, and we are so fascinated with this party line thing that we're just literally running this country into the ground. If I were going to say that there was going to be the best candidate, I would say Bernie Sanders, but I would never say Bernie Sanders underneath the democratic ticket mm-hmm. because now you have an entire like group of people that you're going to be required to please in order to get anything done when you're in office. If you go in as an independent or, or whatever, that's not democratic or republican, you're going to have a lot of fucking like people who are against you, but it's not going to be the same type of against you as it would be if you were like along the strict party lines. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get anything done because he was a Democrat. Donald mm-hmm. Trump is a racist, but even if he wasn't a racist, he would be considered a racist because he's a Republican. Because these two parties have set themselves up to be Like, Republicans have set themselves up to be, uh, to gain the racist vote, and the Mm -hmm. Democrats have set themselves up to gain, like, the minority and women and uh, progressive vote. And the fucked up thing is, is that they're both racist parties. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I think about this country and where it's going and the whole voting system, I'm like, I, like, I vote still. Mm -hmm. At the same, same, I don't get invested in it at all.
0: Now, you know how they say media has a huge influence when it comes to voting, it kind of swaying the vote for a certain yeah. candidate. So we're going to go ahead and get into the mentions. And Joseph Biden actually has um all of the mentions when it comes to CNN, Fox News and MSNBC. They really don't talk about Bernie Sanders at all on those news outlets. So there could be a reason why a lot of people don't know about Bernie Sanders or To look into because he was the single
1: greatest disappointment from the last election (laughs) where the rest of us turned out in force and thought that people were going to stand behind him because he was the right way to go, and then there was an entire like set of millions and millions and tens and tens of millions of people who were like, Yeah, I would probably vote for Bernie on ethic and um, you know, platform alone, except for (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. He's going to be a uh, democratic, and then he stepped down. Yeah, he like, did. He quit. You quit on me, Bernie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, and 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 then what you did when you quit was you split the votes. So it it's all a setup for Donald Trump to win, because mm-hmm. Republicans and racist people are never going to split their vote. They're going to vote for that one person. Always. If there was a Democrat who was a racist and openly racist, you would see a whole bunch of people voting for them, too. This is America.
0: <laughs> now, listeners, if you guys did go out and vote and if I named one of your states, please let us know if you're comfortable. Let us know who you voted for and why you voted for that person. Now, last episode, we we did talk about the coronavirus, how to prevent it, and um, how to, you know, keep your hygiene together, wash your hands, have hand sanitizer. If you wanna buy a mask, get a mask. But we actually have the first US college that closed classrooms because of the virus spread. And that's the University of Washington. And they're moving all of their classes to online classes. So 50,000 students are now online students and they're not gonna be in their classrooms anymore. And do you think this is soon gonna become nationwide
1: to empty
0: out classrooms?
1: I'm trying to figure out where the money is because you're trying to tell me that 14 out of 300 million people die, and all of a sudden it's the nation's biggest crisis. And and I'm trying to figure out like, like, because it, it could be an election thing because you know there's always something major that's happening around election time, and specifically a disease, an epidemic. That only killed a mm-hmm. handful of people, but we act like it's going to end the entire world. Um, I, I'm I'm not buying it. I, I'm going to need you to come with something like more concrete than 14 people. Like 14 people is a tragedy because uh, any life loss is a tragedy, but yeah. 14 yeah. people, there are more people who were killed in my city over the like in the last couple of months than 14 by gun violence. There are more people who died from fucking diabetes. More people who die Mm -hmm. from heart attacks, AIDS, uh, more people who die from drunk driving in in a shorter amount of time. So miss me with that epidemic shit until it becomes a real epidemic. I'm going to need at least 10,000 people to be uh, marked off in a short period of time before you can say that it's an epidemic. And I'm not hoping for that. I'm just saying 14 people doesn't constitute anything not in the scheme of 300 million people.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you now. There are some other colleges that were thinking about closing classrooms and that was Seattle University with 7,000 students. Then you also have Northeastern University in Boston that were also thinking about closing their classrooms with 6,000 students. So we'll see. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Okay. So I know there's a lot of people that are saying it's not that serious. Um, the virus is not going to spread. We shouldn't be um, scared about it, but they are closing college campuses now. And people cannot More travel anymore. More people from
1: the, the regular flu. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is my question is, who is, like, I see a lot of, I see a lot of terrible things that are happening because of the fear mongering that's going on in the media over this. 14 Mm -hmm. people died, and now you have people rushing to the stores to buy up all the water. Now you have elderly people and, um, like, really poor people who aren't able to go to the store whenever they want to, and when they get there, they don't have the ability to get necessities because there's nothing on the shelves. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, seriously, we're out here, what are you, buying up all the water? um, Mm -hmm. Just so you know that if you're going to get coronavirus and you are a healthy adult person, You're not gonna die. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you have to have a compromised immune system. You have to be like really, really sick. And like we're just really letting people like lead us into this whole fair situation. This 14 Mm -hmm. people, more people died at the last like concert. Like I can name I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just I'm upset about it because there are a lot of people who are being hurt by this. Not mm-hmm. just the people who can't get, like, water and they're old and they only get a ride from their caregiver, like, once a week, so they have to actually go without shit because it's all gone. But what about the people who are, like, spending an exorbitant amount of money on all this stuff that's they're probably not going to need yeah, or use? hmm but because they're being, like, like having people thrown in their, having this thrown in their face like it's an epidemic, like it's a real situation, they're out here, like, super getting prepared for shit, you know, and I love, <laughs> I love it. I love that you're prepared, but last-minute preparation is only hurting the masses.
0: Now, going back to the academic side of it, um, you have all oh, these yeah. kids that are taking online classes. You do have some kids that are visual learners, and they enjoy being in the classroom, with the te- with the professor with the professor I'm sorry um, asking questions seeing the powerpoints you know just being in that class environment now they're at home having to take classes so do you think that's going um, to affect their grades yeah, absolutely their grades?
1: absolutely I'm a I'm it's not even that I'm a visual learner I learn best when I can be a teacher's pet like when I can raise my hand and know the answer and be present in the moment in the classroom you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I learned best with that type of connection. So mm-hmm. if I like I've there's not been a time in my life where an online class was um worth it to me to take. And it's so very easy to be like, I'll do all my homework tomorrow or the day before the test or never. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like we're really and people aren't paying the amount of money that they're paying to take an online class. You know what I mean? Like what mm hmm? <sighs> I just—it's
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I'm going to keep my eye on this and see what happens in the future when it comes to the academic side. And um, I'm going to actually get on Twitter, too, and do my little research, see if I can reach out to some students and see how this is affecting them, especially when it comes to their grades and their learning ability. But let's go ahead and get into the entertainment side. Now, I'm actually going to let you pick, TJ. So do you want to hear about as Rail Cleary, a former girlfriend of R. Kelly, and the things that she's admitting that he made her do. Or should we get into this comedian, Corey Holcomb, speaking about curvier women and um saying that bigger women are less attractive?
1: Ooh, fat shaming or shit eating. <laughs> I want <laughs> where do we begin? Um ethics. Make- Let's save the best for last. I'll take fat shaming for eight hundred, Alex. For eight hundred, all right. Let's go. <laughs> so, comedian Corey Hol- Holcomb speaks on
0: curvier women. Now he looks familiar. I couldn't name a film that he was from, so that should tell you everything when it comes to him. No one's checking for him. But he went to a um, radio station and they asked him about curvier women. They probably brought up Lizzo because that's the conversation starter i guess and he said when big girls cough they run men away there's actually a clip of this and i'm going to play it and then we're going to go ahead and talk about it so let's see what this nut had to
1: say the level that you are trick at is dependent on the quality of the woman that's right yeah i mean like that's real it's like ladies who you are is
0: normally the answer to all of your problems acting like you don't know. I hate when girls who like weigh three hundred pounds are talking like me and me this. I'm like girl have you seen you? (laughs) You ain't gonna always be like that because you ain't on your game. If you get on your game, you might be able to be you now i just want to say this and i hope you hear this someday Corey holcomb you are a plus size woman so you sitting here (laughs) you sitting here saying all of this you need to take a minute look at yourself in the mirror lift up your shirt i'm pretty sure you can shake your stomach a little bit you are plus size okay you're a big dude and i'm pretty sure a lot of women look at you and keep it moving so him saying this and i hate to do ugly with ugly, but this guy is ugly. He's just talking. I get you're a comedian, but why do you always have to go for I guess it's an easy target. Big women are easier to talk about and to get a laugh from and you're a comedian, but I don't like it and I hate how they brought up Lizzo like they always do, but him saying this um, is going to crush a lot of um, BBWs. Well, you know, bigger women. Self-esteem, and I hate that. I just—it's like not isn't called for. I feel like it might. It's, like they're it's gonna like, laugh at it, but I feel like it's gonna affect me.
1: One ugly comment coming from an ugly dude that you'll never meet won't crush you. If to if anything, it's the people that we're related to. Because I'm a BBW. When the people that you're related to and the people who you care about, the pe—those people who are laughing at it are the people who are crushing Mm -hmm. he means nothing because you know he's he himself is not as attractive as he could be to you know be making the statements that he's making but but it's it's the people in your everyday life who make his statements valid those are the people that matter and those are the people who crush you know what i mean like he's just making some money so i can't be mad at him like ugly people say ugly shit all the time so Mm -hmm. like it's normal but but it's everyday encounters that you have with, you know, like the guy that you might like at school or um, you know, like your sister or your mother or your father or your cousin and the jokes that they take, they make. Those are the things that actually matter. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I hope people hear that and I hope they believe it. But, you know, there's a lot of um, beer women out here who feel like men aren't attracted to them because they are bigger than the norm. But And And that's true. A A lot of men aren't. Now hearing a comedian say this and people are laughing about it in a room I feel like that's kind of crushing. That'll break some spirits. But if they are strong minded and they're not going to let this dope right here affect them then so be it. Me, I wouldn't say I'm a BBW but not being the skinniest woman I would be offended by this. Not saying I am but I would be offended by this if I was a little sensitive
1: I like I know that it would um (laughs) it's not a popular opinion that I have but I honestly think that we not only are we too sensitive but we try to make something right that's not Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's I love Lizzo like I love her confidence and I love her ability to get up and shine you know what I mean but But is she unhealthy yeah absolutely Okay. Absolutely. And, the, and every every big woman, myself included, has done the research, and we know that we are, what, three or four times more likely to die young because of the fact that our bodies are overworking our hearts. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you you are killing yourself. And no, people should not be shaming you for being mm-hmm. that big, but you also shouldn't be thinking of it as something that they should be Um, aspiring to be not that you Mm -hmm. would aspire to be skinny because you can be unhealthy and skinny as well but you should always aspire to be the healthiest that you can be for who you are and being a a big woman that's uh, taxing on your bones it's taxing on your organs it's taxing on and it's lowering your life expectancy Mm -hmm. like by a lot
0: and another thing I get he's a comedian and they make jokes like this so that's why I'm like, eh, he's just talking, but it's still not cool. Me just being me, I feel like it's not cool. It's just some things you don't say, but you have people that really don't care what they say and they don't care how it makes you feel because it's their opinion. But this is crazy. Corey Holcomb, he is a big dude, and I'm pretty sure a lot of women I actually have a best friend that do not like big dudes, and. <sighs> He's not attractive. And I hope someone tells him, like, hey, you could lose a few pounds.
1: He I, knows. I don't want to no.
0: I don't want to wake <laughs> up in the morning and see you coming out of the bathroom either. So mm. but yeah, so um that's Corey Holcomb. He said that on one oh seven point five. And hmm. let's go ahead and get over to R. Kelly. The hot stuff. So it was hot. Been... <laughs> it was hot. I'm pretty sure it was steaming. So I'm pretty oh, sure no. you guys have been keeping up. If you haven't, R. Kelly, um, I think he's currently in bris- prison right now. He's been charged with um, what is it? it Molestation or something with younger women. And his former girlfriend, Ezra Clary, um, said that R. Kelly forced her to eat feces out of a cup in a new documentary that she's creating and in this documentary it shows a clip of her on the phone speaking to her lawyer telling her lawyer everything that R. Kelly made her do in the next clip she's speaking to R. Kelly but a lot of people don't believe it's really R. Kelly on the phone so I'm going to go ahead and play this and let's go ahead and discuss it yes He has a video of me. um, He made me do this video, actually, of me doing a number two in a cup and then coming out of the cup. It's done. It's over. It's over. You may not even make it to trial. I'm so sorry for you. I'm sorry. I really did love you. And you you lied to me, and you used me, and you played me. Precedence. All right, that is the clip. I don't think anyone can make me do something like that. Uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) I can't.
1: I I don't think anyone can make me do that. What, Raven? Are you trying to tell me that nobody can make you eat shit? No one can make me do that. I don't know, Raven. Well, you know
0: starve me for a couple of days but I'm not doing it.
1: Um I think it's like it's easy to say what we would and wouldn't do and for most of us that might be true but you have to remember too that predators um they prey on a certain type of woman or a certain type of person. They're not getting like the everyday average. You can't tell me shit Lizzo. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> seriously they're picking up A different person, and that person, um, that person is liable to allow things that you would never believe. Mm -hmm. And she's really open about it. She's not
0: hiding anything.
1: Yeah, well, it's a little late if you wanted to hide it. Because, like, I would be
0: ashamed to openly come out and talk about it to the world. I think I would just keep that between me and my family and my lawyer and I wouldn't tell anyone about it. I wouldn't go to the media and explain to them what R. Kelly made me do.
1: Well, I mean, like, if I'm being honest, I think that um, it's best that people come forward and say something because There are people right now being forced to do all type of shit that they would never come out and say because they're embarrassed of what it makes them look like or how weak it makes them look for doing shit like that. But if you need to to come out and tell people, Mm -hmm. I say come out and tell people.
0: So if you were in a situation like that and you had the opportunity to create a documentary...
1: Would you tell everything? Um, when I was younger, maybe not. Um, Now that I'm older and I don't give a shit about what other people think. uh, Yeah. But that was a, you know what I mean? Like, it took me many years to be comfortable enough to know that there is no shame in my game. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. many, many years many 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 years (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: um so when this documentary comes out i'm going to watch it and i just want to let you guys know that we are going to talk about it on this podcast and another thing i want to get into is the baby this is a huge rapper i'm sure you've heard his songs on the radio um he has one song called bop And he's been um, having a lot of issues putting his hands on people at his concerts. And these people are women, majority of the time. And um, a few days ago, he was in a club walking through a crowd of his fans. One of his fans had a phone in his face, accidentally bumped into him. He stopped, looked at her, and roundhouse slapped her in the face. Extremely hard. Now, what I was disappointed about in this video is all of the men around him didn't stop him and tell him hey you can't hit her. Nobody pulled him to the side. Nobody you know held him accountable for this. I think he's becoming extremely too arrogant and the fame is getting to him. Why does he feel like he can put his hands on his fans?
1: Uh this is a good question. Like who the, who is out here hitting people to begin with and like where who raised you? But and this is his fourth time doing this. Fourth time? Now yep. you're getting out of line. He's getting away like, with it. Well, not that it wasn't out of line first, but you, you've been out of line, and that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And later on, well, later that
0: night, he released a video, and he said, please, if you were there, and if you have it recorded of her purposely putting the phone in my face and hitting me in my eye, please upload the video, and I will give you $10,000. I need this for my lawyer.
1: Mm, where's the video (laughs)
0: pathetic disappointed in you the baby I'm not even a fan of yours and I expected more but I hope she sues you I hope you lose your money and I hope you go to prison Kevin Gates should have been an example for you but we will see maybe they're going to make an example out of you the baby
1: I don't know we allow a lot of people to get away with a lot of stuff. We do. Hopefully he doesn't get away with it this time. Let's hope. Because he can't go around
0: putting his hands on people. I don't care how much money you have. You can't be hitting fans I that know. are paying tickets to come and see you.
1: And I feel like um, society is telling us uh, they definitely can We'll get see. away with it. We will see. We will see.
0: We'll see. Hopefully he doesn't because he's saying he needs it for his lawyer. So something's in the works. And I hope nobody posts the video. <laughs> so let's see. I hope she's. I hope she's smart about this.
1: I don't think there's a video to post. If I'm being completely honest, um, of her
0: hitting him in the face.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that video exists.
0: Well, there's a video of her actually getting slapped, or her bumping to him. So I'm guessing he wants another yeah. video being uploaded of a closer view. Yeah, of him slapping the mess. Yeah, him? I
1: think he's. <laughs> I, I think know. he's looking for a way to uh give to make it seem like he had a reason to do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, um do you have anything other other any other topics that you would like to talk about TJ? Uh,
1: I want to know why I made that noise for so long. Uh no, not necessarily <laughs> like um Mm. We can go on and on and on. For but, all our gamers, um, it's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, for all our gamers, there's a new DLC coming out tomorrow on Dead by Daylight. So go out and get it, download it March the 10th. Get that. All right, so we're going to go ahead and end the episode with that. On a good note, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And thank you for tuning in to Peace of Mind.